Welcome to Cellmates. Ooh, welcome to Cellmates. We, oh, my name is Kate Phillips. My name is Dick Ward. And we are a podcast that takes two animated movies. We compare, contrast them, generally throw them into a Venn diagram. Uh, Mm. Often these movies are Disney. But not always. Often these are musicals. But not always. Often they are good. Not always. Often there are two co-hosts for this podcast. Often they're sitting in the same room. But not always. <laughs> not always. Whoa! 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 How do you, you get on the line? Who is this? <laughs> the call is coming from inside the podcast. <laughs> oh! I mean, hey, same, uh, same special, room and the same state is what we normally do. <laughs> special guest, yes. uh, who, who are you? What are you doing here? Um... Smith McLongington. Um, no. <laughs> there's no way that's are, true. Uh, no, it's not. It's me, Andy Phillips, the brother oh, of Kate Phillips. Brother of the podcast. Me, brother of the podcast. <laughs> not, a, not of Kate, of the podcast. Of the podcast. Of the podcast. Yeah. And as usual, <laughs> when, we have, <laughs> when we have Andy on, uh, we're almost certainly going to be talking about uh, some some super... Uh, thing. Super something. Super something. Um, and although, it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah, usually <laughs> it is Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And usually true, you are visiting caveat. New York, yeah. but uh, that is not happening right now because no one's allowed to visit anything. There are a few um, things going on right now. Uh, there are a few yeah. things going on. Welcome yeah. to our first socially distanced guest. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Oh, I'm, I'm so, honored. Yeah. Is that the first yeah, guest good. in general? Or no, there are more. You are the. Before. You are not the only guest, but you are, I think, the first guest. Either Andy or Serena. I think Andy's episode was first, but nice. I am not good job, sure. Andy. Yeah, congrats. All you, all you. Uh, do you have a name for your listeners? Um, like all good uh, listeners. Do? Oh, yes. We okay. we we, um, we have all of their names. <laughs> Comment in the in the comment section below when my first episode was. <laughs> Do it. Smash Trivia. that like button. Um, what? Yeah. So this is something that we could have been doing all along, but now there's better software available for free because everyone is podcasting from home now. Yeah. So the software was always available, but now it's free. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, Kate. And the podcast uh, software is now free. If uh, that wasn't made clear before. <laughs> so it's free now. Is that what you're saying? Um, Said, are we paying for this? Uh, no. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> hey, Kate. Yeah. What you drinking? I am drinking a double cream ale, not to be confused with a double dream hands, but a double cream ale that's, that goes by the name of Ambition is a Dream. Ooh, Andy, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a gin uh, and ginger ale of evil. Of Ooh. evil. Ooh. Oh, that's so spooky. Um, yeah. That sounds so much different than a gin and ginger ale. It does. Uh, yeah, it's um, 
um, brings out different tendencies. You see. What's mm. the ratio of gin and ginger ale to evil? Is it like one <laughs> um, for one, or is it? So it's like um, it's like three parts ginger ale to one part gin, and then like there's like two parts evil though. So Ooh, um, wow, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty strong on the evil. No, yeah. that sounds good though. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's where I'm at today. <laughs> Kate, uh, what movies did we do? So instead of talking about superheroes this episode, we're talking about super villains. What? Specifically, the movies Despicable Me and Megamind. Ooh. Yeah. So this is... um, this was maybe on our like original list of pairings before yeah. we even started recording, Dick. Is that correct? I mean, probably, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, almost certainly. It's been something we've been meaning to get to for a long time because it's it's kind of a natural pairing. And we've had uh, a couple of people like write in and we not have. as like not as their main suggestion. They've been like, hey, here's this great thing. But also, have you guys considered Despicable Me and Megamind? Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like everyone's like kind of, throw, by, by the way, why haven't you done this? It's just something you should do. Yeah. So uh, thank you to everyone who, th- uh, who threw that into the <laughs> ring. Um, it's, yeah, it might be our most, most requested episode if we count ourselves, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's true. That's oh. true. <laughs> so you're welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, these two movies are about villains. Like that is the those are the protagonists, uh, respectively, of the movies, um, which on its own seems like enough to pair them. And then there are like a surprising amount of additional similarities, mm-hmm. um, including uh, the use of you know former Dunder Mifflin Scranton branch managers as okay. uh, voice cast as leads, <laughs> protagonist yeah. voice cast voice cast mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, literally named minions in both <laughs> yeah. movies. Minions named minions. How did that well, happen? One minion named minion. The minions in Despicable Me have actual names. The minions do have names. That is true. Yeah. But collectively, they are minions. They are minions. Yes, like mm-hmm. Legion. Um, <laughs> we are minion. We are strong. <laughs> so uh-huh. should we? So this is, it seems like this is one of those things like Ants and Bugs Life where like someone got a whiff of someone else, right? But that doesn't necessarily not, make sense here. They got here. a whiff, but they made a different dish. They uh, Right. But <laughs> yeah. like, so here's the thing, like DreamWorks, uh, notorious for stealing ideas off of other people and then making kind of weird choices about them. Because Despicable Me does come out first, and it is not the DreamWorks. Megamind is DreamWorks. But Despicable Me is Illumination. Illumination. It's it's their first feature. Um, and uh, Sergio Pablo, who wrote the story, not the screenplay, but the story, he's, uh, I mean, they've done all the other Despicable Me, the Despicable Me and Minions. Um, they did Klaus, which we mm-hmm. um, did on an earlier episode that was on Netflix. So, but this and was Smallfoot. Illuminations. Smallfoot was Illumination. Uh, Smallfoot was Sergio Pablos. Oh yeah, that's why it was so good. Mm-hmm. Maybe he anyway. needed to get one out of his system and then make better stuff. Oh, it sounds like <laughs> Andy has some feelings on Despicable Me. Yo, I took notes. I know I mentioned that before, but for the audience, <laughs> they were not privy to that conversation. I took notes during these movies. Andy's got notes. 
Yeah. 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 When I did during my work day, which I, I didn't get behind <laughs> at all. Um, um, so here we are. <laughs> Working from home is great. Working from home uh, is great. So let's, so let's start with Despicable Me. Yeah. Um, okay. Because it did come out like six months earlier. This was summer 2010. Megamind is like November 2010. Um, what? That's not yeah. right. It's 2007. Uh, what? Megamind? No, Despicable Me. No. Release date, June 19th, 2010. Well, don't I have egg on my face? <laughs> Can you hear oh, the sound you? of Andy's mind exploding? I have egg on my shirt. That's from this morning. I have egg That's on my carpet because I <laughs> took a bite out of an egg biscuit and the oh. yolks were still runny. And it's just like that like lava <laughs> that comes out of the, as the egg yolk. Anywho. Oh. Um, <laughs> go, go in the comments below to tell us where you have egg right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mash that oh, egg no. button. Mash, Mash that, that egg button. <laughs> Way to plant egg. Uh, oh boy all right andy andy what is your history with despicable me the movie Um, no regardless of what year it did come out sure (laughs) or what it did to me um i think i saw it in college like after it came out on dvd one of my friends was like really into it um and it was probably for the minions that we were thus all subjected to the movie um so, um, yeah, it wasn't, it was like, oh, let's watch this. I'm like, okay, it looks like an animation. So that's cool. Um, so yeah, not a whole lot outside of that. I've seen it like a handful of times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick? Uh, Despicable Me. So I, I, I remember seeing the um, preview in theaters and being like, oh, that looks funny. So the preview, I think, is... Uh, was basically like the opening scene of the film. The pyramid um, snatch. Yeah, it, it, it was something something to do with those. And I was like, oh, that looks fun. And then I, I didn't see it until like three or four years ago. Uh, and I haven't seen none of the sequels, nor have I ridden the ride. So just this movie. How about you, Kate? Yeah, I I watched this brand new for the podcast. I've been aware of it the whole time and people have, you know, told me over time like, "Oh, it's like it's pretty good." Um and it, obviously it's um unavoidable to um escape the minions. So I know a little bit about them. Um Do you but, have an but aunt? Not that much. Do you use minion memes? Then yes. Do you, do you, do it's, you have it's, an aunt? It's unavoidable. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an aunt. Yeah, they kind of like uh, superseded. I feel the movie um, in a lot of ways, and they have their own. Do they have multiple movie spinoffs? Let me. Right, there is a Minions movie. Is there like a Minions movie? I I guess the ride is Minions. I think three Despicable Me's, a Minions movie, a Minions ride, Mm -hmm. and then probably like Minion shorts. Yeah, I would say Minion shorts, like five or ten minute things that. That posted places. Yeah. So definitely just like the memes preceded this movie for me. And and like for the longest time, I didn't really like I had to remind myself every time where minions were from or like the girl who's obsessed with unicorns because they're so fluffy. Um, Like I had to look up where that was from like every time I saw it for a couple mm-hmm. of years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, other Fun than that, fact, this was my f- what? Uh huh. Continue. Uh, finish your your sentence there. No, I was going to say, other than that, I have no more information to add. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any more information? Um, No. Um, The um, minions speak, I think it's like, it's a mix of gibberish and actually Portuguese. Um, Oh. Since I believe, um, what was his name? Sergio. Sergio Pablo. Sergio Pablo. I would imagine he is possibly Brazilian. Let me. Uh, is, his uh, animation Spanish. studio is in Spain, right? So yeah, he's from he's from Spain. It could just be like Portugal. He is from Spain. That is true. Um. Um. Yeah, but it's Portuguese, at least in part. So interesting. Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, it's just gibberish. They're like, um, like, <laughs> you know how internet comments are. It's just like, get woke, you <laughs> idiot. Um, actually, um, actually, (laughs) (laughs) um, and also Julie Andrews was the mom. So that's, um, Oh yeah. I remember seeing her name in the opening credits and then forgetting. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Oh, Gru's mom. Yeah. She does. She does a great, uh, I've never heard Julie Andrews. Yeah, I've never heard her do an accent before that doesn't just sound like Julie Andrews. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I guess Eliza Doolittle, but still, like, eh, it's still Julie Andrews. It's Julie Andrews. <laughs> let's be honest. So, uh, um, let's let's talk about this movie. Uh, let's go for it. Who's going to summarize this thing? Uh, you are. Oh. <laughs> That's what I have well, written down anyway. I will I definitely, gotta... I will make sure to point out... Uh, the important roles played by Mindy Kaling, Rob Hubel, Ken Jong, Danny McBride what? as um, random tourists oh my in the gosh. movie. Yeah. I'll make sure to point them out because that was wor- that was worth yeah, having for. That was worth that. I got two minutes on Jack, the cookie timer. Jack McBrayer oh. twice. twice. Okay, but he's but he's great. Yeah. All right, Dick, ready? Oh, born ready. Set. Summarize. Okay, so. We open on the Pyramid of Giza. Oh, no. This uh, chubby tourist kid falls on it, and it's not really a thing. It's, like, inflatable. Someone stole it. And then we cut to Gru, who's, like, our bad guy. Did Gru steal the pyramid? No. He he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do that. 140. So, anyway, Gru, uh, he's, like, a bad guy, and he's trying to steal a shrink ray, and he's trying to steal it from this dude, Vector who stole it from him, and he's going to do that by adopting children, making them pretend to be, or making them go sell Girl Scout cookies to the bad guy, to the other bad guy. Vector. Look, to Vector. And thank you. And he's going to uh, steal the shrink ray. And he does. And then he and Vector fight, and then Gru like, steals the moon, and then he puts it back... And Gru uh, really likes the girls. He's all like, oh, I don't want to give you up now. And then he gives them up because he has to steal the moon. And then later he doesn't. He ungives them up. And there's a ballet recital. You have until 1740 on the uh, recording clock. I'm not looking at that. So, Well, you've got 40 seconds left. Seriously? Uh-huh. Okay. So also, um, Gru... Has a big nose. 
and he has minions. And these minions go, but possibly in Portuguese. And uh, can, we, can we have a translation of that in post? No. And also, like, Gru needs to get a loan from the bank, bank of, of evil. evil. No problem. And For... then he can't pay the minions, which I didn't know he was doing. I thought they were like his cookies are done. Minions. Cookies are done. Cookies are done. Cookies are done. So yeah, that's despicable me. It has yeah, kind uh, of. It has some plot problems. <laughs> it has multiple plots. Yeah, I think that's the thing, and they're like and all kind of well. tied to the same person. So it's not even like subplot. It's just a yeah. lot of forks. It's a lot of group plots. A lot, a lot of, of well. Forks? Like forks off the same road. Oh, okay. You know, like, I, I, I thought there are a lot like of a, forks uh, in this movie. <laughs> a lot of well, forks in this movie. Kind of like Beauty and the Beast, but... Uh, this episode, y'all, come comes out on May the Forks, so... Oh. May the Forks be with you. also with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Very kind. Did you, did you leave your computer, Andy? <laughs> Where are you? Did I leave my computer? Are you like down the block? Oh, I was refilling my drink, and then I realized, I thought my I thought my microphone was um, attached to my headphones. This isn't a <laughs> this isn't a phone call. This is a very professional podcast. I, I, I'm sorry. I can yeah. I still refill my drink though. My gin and tonic of evil. Uh, yeah, go, do it, go for do it. it quick because okay. you have to come back and summarize the next movie. Hey, Kate. Yeah, let's talk it, about Megamind. Well, I can. I mean, can, can we finish what I was talking about? <sighs> There's just a lot of forks. A lot of forks. Like there are. I feel like Despicable Me has a lot of really, like, somewhat interesting, well-intentioned, like, starters of like mm. conflict, like arcs that don't really fit with each other they kind of like go on these parallel mm. tracks the whole time mm-hmm. and uh, you know in a in a pixar you know like kind of the the standard the gold good standard dinosaur. for like storytelling in a yeah the good dentist uh, um like y- you expect those forks to then like come together in some really interesting ways and that doesn't happen here and like for a first you know studio attempt at an animated film like animated films are really hard um, yes. And so, you know, I, it felt like it was like, I, I found myself laughing at like the, the slapstick and the like little goofs and gaffs they did more mm-hmm. than the actual storyline. Yes. So like they were better at that. <laughs> I, I was laughing in spite of myself. I'm going, this isn't, this is funny. And then like the, the whole like, um, mission impossible thing with the, the shrink ray and vector's house. And just vector in general just made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like, oh, there's um, that ending was just like, uh huh. There was stuff that happened, and yeah. Oh look, we're at another ballet bridge title. Like it just the the stakes weren't there. Like it's, it's like, about parenting, and it's about choosing something bigger than yourself, and shrinking and it's it down. A- about <laughs> yeah like i believe the word you're looking for is movie. This, <laughs> it's just about a lot of things yeah yeah well what no. about oh uh, the uh, other movie we watched 
Megamind. 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 Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Andy, what, tell, tell us about your experience with Megamind. Oh, with Megamind. Um, um, my Megamind testimony. Megamind. <laughs> also known as Megamind. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. What is Megamind my... How do you what's say it in my, Portuguese gibberish? What's my Megamon? What's my Mega Man testimony? Um, I was not about this movie when I saw the previews and everything. I'm like, oh, this is just like another Will, Will Ferrell movie. All of his movies, as much as I enjoy some of them, are the same. Like he starts off at the top, gets brought down a bunch of pegs, and then has to like climb his way back up to a new place. Like, hmm. just think about how Talladega Nights is the same as Elf, is the same as Semi-Pro, is the same as, like, anything he's done. Um, oh. So he's got a he's got a style. This, I'm sorry, Andy. You, you might hear my mind exploding over here. Yeah, right? You didn't, you I, didn't think about it until... I didn't think about it. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah. Also kind of this movie. Yeah. Well, in a, in a different I, way. I feel because maybe because he adopted the persona, but like, um, of Brennard, whatever his name was. Anywho. Um, when I finally saw it, I was like pleasantly surprised. I think it was a, a long time of like, Oh, like this is dumb. Like I'm not going to enjoy this. And then like, fine, I'll watch it. It was on something or someone had the DVD in college. And then when I did, um, boom, it was like, Oh, this is no, this is good. This is well thought out. Like this is like a superhero movie, but not. And I appreciated that even when I was more like gung ho about superhero movies in college. So, um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, um, with the, with the outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, I'm not sure that I was aware that this movie was out when it was out. Like, I feel like I discovered it a couple of years later and I'm like, oh, is this just kind of like despicable me <laughs> like, <laughs> from, from what I understand? Because I hadn't seen either movie. Um, I should do a podcast about both of them in a couple oh. of years. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all began. Um, so I also saw this one for the first time for this episode. But um, yeah, like I also enjoyed it. I think it has some some narrative uh, – you know, uh, muddle to it as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying, Andy, about like, oh, it's just another Will Ferrell movie. And in some ways it is, but it, sure. I think it, it works in the ways that it is and the ways that it, it is different are mm -hmm. pleasantly surprising, as you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For, for me, this movie was like, I saw the preview and I was like, Cool. I'm never watching that. Uh, and uh, I, I kind of wish I had. It's 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 all right. Well, now you have, so you can't no. say that anymore. Well, I can say anything I want to. It's free country. That that's this is true. <laughs> all right, Andy. I am setting another cookie okay. timer for Sounds two good. minutes. And so, are you looking at the timestamp on the podcast recording thing? Yes. All right. I'm going to start it, and you have until 25, no, 2705. Go. Uh, um, uh, 
Okay, so Megamind starts off with a Superman parallel. Two babies are rocketed from planets that are being destroyed. Uh, they both land on Earth. One is in a super wealthy home. Megamind <laughs> ends up in a jail, and the <laughs> prisoners teach him how to think and um, everything. So they end up going to the same school. Megamind is shown over and over that like bad doesn't win, um, and he wants to keep on impressing the kids. Um, uh, Metro Man is constantly like foiling him even as a child but then he's like no screw this i'm gonna be bad um so he just like goes for it full full tilt um then there's montage of like their fights um megamind and metro man and then you get to you've got a minute left oh oh shit uh the city dedicating everything to make to metro man megamind finally defeats him uh in a weird act and he takes over the city but then he realizes, like, this isn't as fun as I thought it would be. So he goes to the Metro Man Museum and blows it up. But then he also takes the identity of this uh, research guy and falls in love with Tina Fey's character. Uh, I forget her name. Lois and, Lane. Uh, Lois Lane. And they become, like, back and forth. You see that Megamind's not as uh, villainous as once thought. Um, so he decides to... Uh, make a hero for the city for himself to fight because he's like, oh, I'm bad, so I'm gonna fight the hero. He turns Jonah Hill into a superhero that backfires. Jonah Hill's crazy in this movie. What mistake? Yeah. Um, and then he ends up being the hero in the end by defeating Jonah Hill, and he realizes like I'm a bad guy, but not a bad guy. Um, and Ooh. he becomes the new savior of the city. Um, that, that was pretty good. Nice. I did. Uh, I, I, I was really worried when you got halfway through and you were only in like the prologue. <laughs> yeah, I was in the first like 15 minutes. Like, oh no, this movie has not said the word Megamind on screen yet. Like, <laughs> What is this? Spider-Man turn off the dark? Uh, oh, Zing. we need to talk about that. Did uh, you watch? Have you seen it? No, I need to hear your all's impression of it. Yeah, yeah this, we watched this will it be yesterday. An, this will be an off-air conversation mm-hmm. because we have a lot to say about so Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Here, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Yeah, smash, smash that subscribe button. I don't know. I think there's a case for that whole thing being a smash villain that, that moon, we could talk about. <laughs> that moon button. Um, uh, yeah, so what's next? I, so... Interestingly, I mean, interestingly, this was the ants of the two, right? Like this lost, if there's only one villain movie that can survive the year 2010, Despicable Me won. Oh, yeah. The culture war, at least, right? Yes, very much so. There's no sequel to this movie. There is a short that I found out about after I watched Megamind. Yeah, Um, it was like released with the DVD or something. Most likely. Um it's just like 15 minute little thing where like he's the good guy and he's selling off all of his uh, evil gear. Um, oh, fun. But then there's oh, a robot that he forgot about um, and they'd like take him out with like the remaining, the remaining gear that they have him and minion. Um, so yeah, it was a nice little, little follow up there. He was trying to like uh, have mm, Metro man's powers and whatnot. But he's like, no, I need to do this my way. Um, yeah. yeah. Andy, until until you gave us the summary there, I forgot about my favorite part of the movie, uh-huh. which is that 
he crash lands into a jail. So they just keep him in jail as a baby. Right. Like he's a prisoner. Like he belongs there. She's like, well, you landed in a jail. Therefore, you are in jail now. Clearly. Your tiny orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Are you a tiny prisoner, sir? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, all the prisoners are just like, it was just a real innocent way of being like, like, no, cops are bad guys. Burglars are good guys. It's like, oh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I was like, yeah, movie, I'm on your side here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it's a fun movie. Um, they're both fun movies in their own way, but Megamind's just more of like a, like, oh, no, like, I feel like I know this world um, when mm-hmm. I'm done watching it. Yeah, I I find Megamind a little bit like, it's simpler, right? Like it's a narrower focus, even though it's like these, you know, supernatural powers and kind of epic battles, but you only meet like a couple of characters and really you just have like two characters that you're following the whole time through. And yeah, I um, will say the, the city feels like Superman 64 in that, like (laughs) it's just kind of like ghost town at times. So like, that's, that's my only, I can, make a few references to other things that are like, Oh, like this is like a great game or a great movie, but like where the, where the hell were the other people? Like where's all the, yeah. where's all the other life. It definitely yeah. feels un, unpopulated or underpopulated. So speaking of, um, I, I, I think one of the things that really makes Megamind clearer for me is that I know what the villain does. Does that make sense? You know who Megamind is as a villain. Like, yeah, you are like, introduced to his villainous works in the first act. You know, like, where he's coming from. If yeah. both these movies are... I mean, and it's more or less predictable that if a movie is going to focus on a villain, they're probably not going to be a villain by the end. <laughs> like, right, So yeah. that part is a little bit laid out in, you know, in the back of your brain. Yeah. But, but also, he, like, I just... This has a clear start point for the villain. Yeah, and I just get who Megamind is. Like we we see that he's a villain, but also like he kidnaps someone and he fights a good guy, and we see that that's kind of like it's kind of a day in the life for him. Is mm-hmm. and it's, right. it's established early on. Mm-hmm. He's compared to like Gru. Gru. I I people want to say Groot. Um, <laughs> compared to Gru, who was like more malicious. Like this was just yeah, what you said. Like a day in life. It's like this is just. His like he's not a um, a nefarious villain, right? He's like the idea of a bad guy. In that, he's the like, idea oh, of a bad guy. Yeah, it's like this is what I should do because, mm-hmm, and I'm gonna go do it now. <laughs> yeah, grew for me. Um, it, it brings Despicable Me has the cars problem for me, where like. You know how cars, it's like, oh, it's a movie about cars. Got cars it. 30, and then they're PTSD. like, <laughs> no, just the first one, though. They're okay, like, oh, yeah. we've got to get this, we've got to get the economy of this small town going again. And I'm like, well, what's what's the economy? What, Why? what do you yeah. need? Do you, do you have money? Like, Despicable Me is this the same thing where he's like, he's driving around in this like rocket car and all this crazy stuff. And then he's like, like, a major plot point is that he needs to get a loan from the bank so that he can steal the moon. To yeah, you don't. Which well, somehow I mean, will you don't profit. have any reference 
by like montage or anything that's just like, oh, like I need to do this. Like all these other things well, have failed. Yeah, yeah like and- there's it's not really in the text that Gru is a villain other than them telling you it, right? Like if that first Which is pyramid what scene do, tell you if that <laughs> not show you. Yes, that's what if movies that, are for. If that first, uh-huh. that opening pyramid stealing scene was Gru doing it, you're like, oh, okay, these are the kind of heists he does. Like, right. you do only need that one example, and then you see his, like, evil car and evil layer. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. I get and the type of memory. It's not even that him. was him. No, it's yeah. not. No. It, that's Vector. It Vector. That's what I said. In my in my memory, before I rewatched this. Oh, oh, gotcha. You're like, yeah. Like when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh yeah, this is where Gru steals the pyramid, and then, oh, it's not false. Oh, it's a different character. And that's so, Mm -hmm. Andy. You've seen this movie multiple times. I think. Well, Dick, you have too. Like, are we given any precedent for Gru? Like, do we know any of his past villainous deeds? No, I think the other movies fill that in. Um, so so okay. kind of regard, which is not a good, like, a good thing. I kind of have a fuzzy memory of like maybe you pass like a newspaper wall or something. So Gru, uh, in again true excellent movie making tradition, uh, tells everyone. <laughs> um, there's a speech he does to the minions before he announces that they're going to steal the moon, mm, and he's okay. like, "Ah, we stole." But he can't. He, like it didn't even make sense there because he's like, we stole the the Empire State Building from Las uh, Vegas. Statue of Liberty, yeah, Statue yeah, of Liberty yeah. from Las so Vegas. So he's not a good. Well, and that's maybe the part of the point, right? Is like, but also the Statue of Liberty in Las Vegas is still like twenty, thirty feet high. It's not. Yeah, like a it's not to thing. scale when you see it in there. It looks like he stole a knickknack from a store. Yeah, which is is a fine joke, but it needs to it needs to make sense, right? And that, so like. Those moments made me like laugh louder than anything like Gru said. It's like, oh, like he's 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 not good at his job. He's like, not good at it. Yeah, that, that's yeah, funny. He's, he's, I which can't is, tell if he's which supposed to be fine. good or bad at being a villain. And th- mm-hmm. that's the thing is that it's unclear. Like you just got to choose one, and it makes more sense that he is bad at his job, right? If he's like continually going back to his mom in his head and like trying to impress her, mm. but also like. He hasn't done anything impressive yet, right? No, he hasn't. Right. Like, you're kind of on mom's side. You're like, well, you're not very good at this. Yeah, Um, yeah. Whereas it would be more powerful Mm -hmm. if he had stolen the actual Statue of Liberty and mom was like, eh. Yeah, it's funny if he does impressive things and she's not impressed. But he does unimpressive things and she's not impressed. And it's like, well, yeah, that's not impressive. Right. (laughs) Um, No, you're... You're bad at math. I'm good at math. Yeah, she, she's right. You suck. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, so, it's, so for Gru, it's more about he's like a curmudgeon character, and that's what makes him a villain. Um, he's a little bit Ed Asner in Up. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this movie and Up are not dissimilar. Like, he's a curmudgeonly guy that oh, doesn't... Yeah. Doesn't want anyone else in his life. He just wants to do his own big adventure. And then some like kids come into his life and show him that there's more than just the adventure. Mm, like, yes, it's kind of similar. That. Yeah, it is kind of similar. And yeah, curmudgeon plus young equals adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
Mm-hmm. I can't wait to be a curmudgeon. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm trying to, so like, he's not as likable as Megamind. Like, I, no. I do think your villains, your villains need to be likable, right? Mm-hmm. We had that problem, Dick, in watching the new Lion King that like, well, I don't like Scar. <laughs> like, oh, I don't, I don't that- admire him in the 94 version, but I really like watching him on screen. By in the, the 2019 new- version, I could not care less. By this the new Lion another King, do you, mean that, do you mean that National Geographic special that we had on while we listened to the audio from the Lion King? The, the National <laughs> Geographic special directed by John Favreau, yes. Yeah. Oh, John. Look, we I all need, a, we all need a, a third summer home, but, you know, <laughs> that Marvel money, you think. And the Star Wars money would have been enough, but. Yeah. Um, John, just give it up. You're done. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you got your chef show. That's great. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, grew, grew. I just didn't like, I not dreaded, but I'm just like, Oh, he's on screen again. Like everyone else in that movie. Like I liked Vector more than him because mm-hmm. at least Vector had like a fun little thing about it. And like, um, like what, what accent was Steve Carell doing? Like, uh, a moderate Eastern European accent. Like there's a little like Mike Myers Shrek going on here where it's Mm. like, Oh, you just wanted to do a voice. (laughs) Right. And no one stopped you because no one said no. (laughs) And they should have, because you're not a voice actor, sir. That's not. Yeah. Right. So, um, Andy, you bring us to a good uh, pivot point because, you know, if it's maybe not Gru, that is the appeal of this movie over, you know, Will Ferrell's Megamind. Mm-hmm. You know, what prob- what, you know, on paper looks like made Despicable Me kind of the winner of this faux battle. Dr. <laughs> is Nefario. The, well, is the ensemble cast, right? Like Yeah, that I It's everything else that's happening. Exactly. I don't Including Dr. Nefario. Yes, as Russell Brand, as Dr. Just, like, why would you have Russell Brand in a movie where he doesn't sound like Russell Brand? His voice is hilarious. Russell. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, He, yeah, Nefario was great. Like, the Minions. They had, so they had multiple people as the Minions. Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement was a, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why the hell do they have different voices? You can't tell because they're going to pitch them up and, and alter them beyond recognition. Like, so, when he's like, honestly, I have kids now, so they need this movie. And I'll be like, Dad's in this movie. And they're like, where? And he's like, oh, shit. Um, like, honestly, I think that's kind of funny. Like, I think that is the joke a little bit. That like, well, no, Jermaine Clements is unrecognizable, right? Like, is undifferentiable to I anyone mean, if else. If I was Jermaine Clement, I would take that gig. Yeah, like, I think that's funny as opposed to, like, Mindy Kaling, who has one line as a tourist in the prologue, right? Yeah. Oh, she was the mom? She was the mom tourist. Oh. So weird. That was weird. Also, I mentioned this before. Jack McBrayer has two parts, and that's just bad voice casting. It's weird. Because Jack McBrayer can only do one voice, and he does that voice extremely well. But there's exactly. only one. <laughs> there's only one. So, like, even if you're a, a small child who doesn't have, like, voice recognition, um, <laughs> you're going to be like, 
doesn't wasn't that the dad yeah. from the beginning of the movie? Yeah, yeah. did that dad like, get get a job at this carnival <laughs> and get a lot skinnier and taller? Like that that just makes me mad from a technical standpoint. Um, uh-huh. That like that's what happened. But yeah, usually I'm not one for like um, I don't know. Children ensembles are you got to use them right. You you can't just be like, oh yeah, like we're kids, we're cute, and uh, <laughs> uh huh. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, not having seen this movie for I don't know seven or eight years, Agnes is still pretty adorable. Um, yeah, I watching, that, that, watching that on repeat would, as a parent, I would go insane. But like. The so fluffy is gonna die, and just some of her lines are just like the. I can't remember what I was watching. But Agnes like, is oh, the the like youngest the, one, right? Right, it's like the thirty yeah. year old child that's just like, oh, you shouldn't know about those things, but it's cute because your voice is so high. Yeah, I think I think the girls are one of the better executed parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I, and I was in agreement that I'm like, oh, this is just going to weigh down the fun. But actually, like, it makes it more fun. And it does, like, there were some legitimately, like, heartfelt, you know, affecting scenes in this yeah. movie. They're, and they all involve the girls. They're the heart of the movie. And, like, honestly, if they weren't there, I, I would not care about it. Mm. Because you, you only care about Gru at all in this movie because the girls grow to love him. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I guess I love Gru. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. It it, it tricks tricked. you. It's just like, oh yeah. yes, you too love Gru. Yes, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, you you love these characters and they love Gru. So <laughs> it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's like, if no, these three children jumped off a bridge to Gru, would you? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Gru's gonna catch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marrying my own brother. <laughs> in love with me, mm. me. So, so yeah, th- it's yeah. So go it's ahead, ahead. not the main character arc that's really compelling in this. Like, even though it's nice that he like becomes someone who wants to be like a good father, especially with his parent issues. But right again, the it's not time, quite developed enough to really make it land. The only time I believe him is in the third act when they're in the ship again. I don't know why no one told him that the ship got big again. They're just like, oh, huh, that's weird. Okay, <laughs> let's go Let's go steal a moon. Um, yeah, his, his shrink ray wears off. That's, yeah. that's kind of the deal. He's got a shrink oh, yeah. ray, and it, it wears off and stuff gets big again. But they yeah. don't know that till after they've already shrunk the moon. Yes. Or he doesn't, it's, yeah. It's, it, they do have an interesting point of like, oh, like the bigger the mass, the the less time it holds its its shrinkage. Um, Cause they had like yes. shrunk a minion <laughs> at one point And like, it was weeks before that minion was big again. Um, I love that by the way. Like I, I don't know whether like it was just hard for me to follow or I was sleepy when we watched this, but I missed uh-huh. the minion being shrunk. And so I just <laughs> noticed in that tea party scene, I'm like, that minion is <laughs> holding a small minion. What? <laughs> It was a great reveal. You you loved that moment. I really did. I I mean, and here's the thing. I know everyone is minioned out in 2020. I really love the minions in this movie. Like, I think it's fun. 
I think it doesn't really make sense. Like you could, if you want to cut some fat out of this movie, probably the minions make logical sense to cut out. I there's cut a lot Will of other Arnett things. completely. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, like that was. What, what, I'd cut the entire say? bank thing. Will Arnett, the banker that doesn't well, have any expressions that look like Will Arnett. So I'm just like hearing a, a disembodied Will and Will Arnett. Like where, with a where is Will Arnett, character. and who's this character on the screen? I mean, but he was the only like drama in that movie outside of like, like, oh man, I got these kids now. Like it's, it's, but it, three girls it and a dad instead of, three it wasn't men and real a baby. drama because Gru didn't actually need the money at all. Nor did so, he like, know it was drama. Like but, it well, didn't, right? It didn't that's make the thing sense. is that I couldn't really figure out what that banker's role was. Like I, so, okay. Full disclosure, I also spent half the movie thinking that Dr. Nefario was, like, in disguise. (laughs) Sure. Like, I thought he was going to be the real villain. And I thought he was going to be, like, a younger, evil, you know, know, aspirational, evil mind. Because there's a couple – I just misinterpreted some things as, like, weird red herrings. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And so, because you already knew that Vector was the banker's son, and then the banker's like, no, I'm going to put someone younger on this job. And I'm like, ah, that's a red herring. He doesn't mean Vector. He means someone we haven't met yet. And then I was convinced that the guy was Nefario. And so I spent half half the movie thinking that I was smarter than the movie, and then then the movie was much different than- (laughs) Greatly disappointed. Then I was uh, brought down several pegs, so I I missed a lot, but like <laughs> of like plot development probably. But I was thinking the banker was going to be maybe revealed to be someone bigger, like someone in charge of this, you know, kind of like um, a Doctor Evil of some kind of villain consortium. When that's not really what he was. Oh, that would have been more interesting. Like, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Doctor Evil. And- Dr. Horrible sort of deal where there's like a, yeah. like evil league of evil that yeah. like Bruce trying to be a part of, or is trying to like get into or like has to like prove his worth that. Yeah. Yeah. That, Cause otherwise, that otherwise him getting the moon is one to impress his mom, but two to just be known as the greatest villain, something. but there's no like metric for that. Like he's no yeah. mega mind. No one knows who he is. He's just, he's just kind of like, like, Thinking around in the background, being like, "Yeah, right. I am, I am evil, but also I kept, like that's the thing." And, and also not. <laughs> that's the thing too uh, in this movie. Like, who knows? Who knows what a Vectro is? Like, does does everyone do all the people of these towns, or is it like a Vectro? Vector is that Vector? Oh, Vector. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. like, who knows these villains by their names? Like. Are they notorious villains, or is the point is because like, right? His <laughs> um, the pyramid that he stole. That he's he's like, like painted, uh, right? Yeah. Vector steals that pyramid, and then he has it behind his house, painted in you know what Disney World calls "bye bye blue" <laughs> to be the same color of the sky. So like, right. he doesn't want I, people to know it's him. Yeah, it's yeah. really unclear. Like, and and the idea of the moon was like. The, the idea we kept hearing was that the bank was going to potentially loan him the money to steal the moon because he'd then ransom the moon and he'd be able to pay back the bank. But Vector 
isn't ransoming the pyramids or showing them off. So what's right. he doing with them? Right. Also, who's Dick, trying I to lo- stop them? Because it seems like the only good guys are like security guards. There's no. Yeah. Because so Gru yeah. is not like it's very clear in Megamind's story that he is a like comic book supervillain. Gru is more like at least the situations he's in more of like a James Bond villain, like more in that cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Dick, I think we were talking about this, but you're like, no, but there's no James Bond. (laughs) What's what's the point? Yeah. There's no like, um, even uh, like a goofy James. Yeah. Even like a goofy one. Right. To, Right. I'm trying to think. There's another movie that's on the tip of my tongue, but awesome. even like, I mean, yeah, they could have a crappy, like inept hero who's who they like don't a C really, character, right? Like, yeah, they don't really acknowledge him, but he's just there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's weird that these villains exist, and and and, and I, I'll say I kept thinking <laughs> about a much better, uh, a, a much better version of this, which is the Venture uh-huh. Brothers. Uh, it's oh. Uh, yeah. It's a kind of a Johnny Quest show, right? Have you seen it, Andy? Um, I I know of it. I've seen like an episode or or a few. So so there's this there's this really fun thing they do with like the banality, you know, of of supervillainy where like, you know, the monarch is like this supervillain, but he has to get like permits and like the evil league of evil or whatever, like decides whether he's worthy of arching uh, Dr. Venture, or if he has to be assigned to be the arch enemy of someone else. And, and there's right, just a right. lot of like the, the really bureaucracy. Yeah. Really funny, like bureaucracy and monotony, which I thought this was going for, but it, it wasn't really. Yeah. Like he, he saw the Scorpio episode of the Simpsons and it was just like, Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do that. And then yeah. it's like, oh, no, this is. But then also there's no Homer, right? Like you have right. to have someone even, to contrast that, it against. And the girls work on minutes, a different level. Exactly. Those 22 minutes had a James Bond stand in as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a James yeah. Bond. We saw Hank Scorpio uh, call the UN. <laughs> Honestly, say, like, like yeah. I think that's what was on the tip of my tongue when I'm like, oh, there's a there's another version of this. Yeah. Where, right. <laughs> we're we're James Bond. Is in that yeah. for briefly, but so so James let's John. talk. I, and I want to get I want to get <laughs> you Andy's. Kill someone on your way out, Homer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to get Andy's uh, uh, take on this because I, I, Megamind seems to be okay. So part of what made Megamind very easy to follow was a clear villain and hero dynamic, but the uh-huh. other thing is that it's literally uh, Superman. Yeah, it's the best Superman movie I've seen. (laughs) And maybe the Green Lantern. Like, was there a like Hal Stewart? That's like Hal Jordan, right? Yeah, they definitely were playing with that. Um, It so like had to be, but then they like didn't. It's like an unworthy guy gets powers and decides what to do. I guess he becomes evil, but still, that's Jonah Hill's character, Uh Titan. Yeah, who is. Who he spells T I G H T E N. Yeah. Yes. That like, I, it is. <laughs> I love that joke so much. And it is like in the cast list as that, right? Yeah. Oh, at is least, it? At least yeah, on in the, the voodoo in the version credits, that we rented. In the credits, he is listed as Titan, T I G H T E N. 
Not t- okay, not like the normal spelling. Um, not T I T A N, right? Can I can I go back one second to Despicable Me? I know we're. Oh yeah, 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 sure. What what was the art style that they were going for? Because <laughs> the <laughs> note I had here was <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Seuss, Jimmy Neutron. Like <laughs> they, what was what was the idea? Because like I think you can tell a lot about a movie when. How, like how they choose to like anthropomorphize or or nah their mm. animals. So like mm. you have the the shark and like any animal is just kind of like oh like it's an animal like it's it belongs in happy feet. Um, there's no high Dave moment. Um, it's just an animal. But like I just don't know because like the houses were normal sizes, but then like Bruce giant ass giant ass car is just like. W- no, that's like not a shape that you should use for your yeah. for your cars. Like the villain world was definitely like a different design. They're like, oh no, we're gonna go like Art Deco asymmetrical, like turn of the century or whatever. I just like the the art design wasn't clear in my mind about what they were also, going for. Speaking of Dr. Seuss, wasn't one of the girls wearing like a Lorax film throughout the whole movie? A Lorax, Lorax? like shirt. Sorry, a Lorax shirt. Yeah. Lorax, yeah, well, she just has the DVD on a necklace. She just has the film. <laughs> but Lor- the Lorax came out two years later? And that was Steve Carell, right? No, Steve Carell was Horton. Yeah. Anyway. Danny yeah, DeVito at the Lorax. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess it was uh-huh. Illumination, though. So maybe they were plugging Interesting. their upcoming project. Yeah. Andy, I would like agree how- that it, would, it had just a very Nickelodeon feel. Yeah. Not like yeah, a singular. It was I didn't, right. Yeah, I guess like what you well, listing out all Mitch, these things. I'm like, Mitch yeah, those are like even like Angry Beavers has a distinct design versus Danny yeah. Phantom versus mm. Doug. I wasn't no. I wasn't bothered by it too much because I felt like all the humans. I mean, what I was really bothered by was honestly that Will Arnett banker because he was the only one that didn't have a face that worked like a face. Yeah. Oh, like the the face, okay. like he didn't have face muscles that work the way a human face did, and all the other ones, like it's all sorts of like crazy sizing, and like none of it's to scale really. But like, sure, but you, at least I could like see faces in them. Yeah. yeah, right. No, no face aphasia. Um, um, yeah. Jason Siegel was a good villain choice. Um, like yes, and yes, and I mean that whole yeah. movie is just yes, and. Yeah, so and. the same way that, like, I think Tina Fey did a fine job in her role in Megamind. It's like, yeah, but do you need, like, this is for the movie poster. Like, yeah, <laughs> like anyone could have done this. Oh, like, a voice actor yeah, okay. could have done this yeah, yeah, yeah. probably right. better. Like, right. Like, yeah, gotten, I didn't, you, you could have gotten great deletes in there and mm-hmm. she would have done a better Tina Fey. I honestly had to look up who Roxette was. was. Yeah. And when I looked at I'm like, oh, it's teen. Oh, okay. Well, what a waste. (laughs) Yeah. Really? I I mean, that's a budget waste is what it is. But also like Like, Brad Pitt was like, what was the point? But but Brad Pitt, I thought he did more interesting things with his voice. He was fine, but like. Do you need Brad Pitt? Yeah, it's probably a lot of money. 
he can't yeah. be cheap. Uh, hold on, logic to it. Like this, this movie, I, 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 Mega Mind, I feel like is just like how much money can we throw at a movie? <laughs> because it's like again, I make it work. Brad Pitt, Will Ferrell, the, not cheap. Uh, Jonah Hill was probably uh, a little expensive in 2010, but then yeah. also licensing for like. 20 songs or something yeah. so okay before we get back to the superman aspect let's talk yeah. about the music and let's Mike. talk about it <laughs> let's talk about the music in both these movies um okay. yeah. let's, start, let's start with let's megamind, start with let's, megamind. Start with megamind. Let's, megamind. let's start with megamind megamind um megamind is uh did, did non- you recognize any songs in megamind no did you <laughs> yeah like every every song is just non it's just like nonstop hits from like, and it's like, um, it's like hits from like one of those greatest hits of the eighties or, or whatever. Cause it's never like a deep cut. It's always like, mm-hmm. Oh, check it out. We're going to do welcome to the jungle or crazy train or back in black back in. Yeah. It's, well, it's so, bowling alley music. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a very good way to, to describe that. That is bowling alley music. <laughs> That's all. I want you to like. I want to let you know I'm refilling my drink, but I'm bringing my laptop over to oh. refill my drink, so I won't disappear into the abyss. Dick is still oh laughing about bowling alleys. <laughs> oh my god, that's dead on. Okay, but I will say, like, back in black, like they did what Michael Jackson's bad. They were looking at Whoa. titles. Like the titles were appropriate for they were looking at a villain. Titles they were looking not, at titles, not, not content l- of the rest of the song, not so, lyrics at all. Like welcome so, to the jungle, which uh, that didn't make is, any sense. is not about welcoming someone to an actual jungle. <laughs> what? I well, know that, to be shocking. fair, there, there was not an actual jungle in the movie during this time. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. So I will say, um, not to like fully defend the music, but this is just my knee jerk reaction to things is that, um, um, doesn't that kind of make sense though? Like he would pick songs that sound cool by the title. And like, it's a very like in character choice for Mega Mind to be like, no, this sounds cool. I'm going to use this one. Dick, you actually said something like this in the movie or one of us did that like, Oh, it kind of makes sense that these are kind of cheesy choices. And like he -hmm. mentions like in the third act, like what is a villain without theatricality? But I feel like it needed to be more intentional, like just intentionally in the text that he's choosing these songs. Because I don't feel like it was clear to me when it was just when it was like Megamind playing a song and when it was just like the soundtrack to the movie I was watching. Exactly. Oh, uh, okay. I can, I can, yeah. I can with that. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, when he plays a song, okay, cool. I get it. Like he plays back in black. I, I get it. I get it. And like, they could have even made it like kind of a, you know, fourth wall joke. Like what, why are you playing so many eighties hair band? It's like something right. like that. where like, you're, you're being, extra transparent about this being a choice but they did not do that not so much what did they do they just kept they just kept on doing kind of the same hair metal song by different bands for an hour and a half just kind of not not straight it wasn't just like they were talking over the track of like no this wasn't cats don't dance there was there was (laughs) silence at some point 
reference. Reference. Cats don't dance. Okay. Oh. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Megamind kind of nonstop with the music. Um, Despicable Me, uh, like a little more restrained. A it little was bit. All, except for the opening of the movie, it's all like Pharrell. Is did he write all the songs like for this movie as like soundtrack? Yeah, he did. Okay, and he did the music for it, which is um, okay. I think pretty great. I like when uh, non-composing artists make music for movies. Um, uh huh. Say what you will about Tron Legacy. It's a it's a choice of a movie. Um, but Daft Punk <laughs> did the music. Look, I I love it, but it's just pretty. There's not a not a whole lot of logic to it. Um, Daft Punk did the music for Tron Legacy, and it's one of my favorite albums like ever. Um, nice. So just the fact that Pharrell like composed music, I always find that interesting, um, good or bad. Real quick, y'all. Uh, I'm looking at the the soundtrack. Uh, and there is a, a Bond theme on it, the theme mm. to Casino Royale, apparently, mm. or a song called Casino Royale by uh, Burt Backrack and Hal David. So, huh. but maybe they uh, maybe they had a little bit of a Bond plan that they didn't really keep going with. So, Andy, it sounds like you like one hundred percent of the music in Despicable oh, Me. Oh yeah, Andy said he is specifically that- loved all the music in Despicable Me and thought it was all well chosen. Let's put this ball on the tee so I can <laughs> throw the bat and just walk out of here. Um, uh, WTF, Sweet Home Alabama made zero sense. That's the first that. song of the movie, right? <laughs> like that, the movie opens with Sweet song. Home Alabama. Like, walk like an Egyptian would have made more sense. Maybe it would have. Sensitive, but it would have made more sense than Sweet Home Alabama. Like, they weren't even hillbillies. They didn't, they didn't have... Southern accents. They didn't have any of that. I'm well, Kenneth did. I thought. Well, I mean, but Jack Ken- McBrayer. Yeah, is from Stone Mountain. Um, I don't. I don't actually know where he's from, but he's from Stone Mountain. Yeah. Um, same cover. Yeah, Ken. Um, <coughs> ooh. Um, ooh. Yeah. So that the 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 musical choices. I was just like, what the what the hell is this? Like, why are you starting with Sweet Home Alabama? Like, that doesn't set the movie of what I know. Like, mm-hmm. it was like the, the first 10 minutes before the title card were like, oh yeah, we, um, we started another movie and then we just, we did Despicable Me. Like, that's what happened. Mm. Cause then like the Bad Bad Day song or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. In the comments. Um, <laughs> is, I think it's just is called great. Despicable Me. It is called Despicable Me, yeah. I'm having a bad, bad day. Something, something, something. Get my way. Uh-huh. Despicable Me. So. Yeah. Oh, I guess you see him freeze people in a coffee line to get his coffee order. There we yeah, go. But that just There's the villainy a, that we were looking for. That just makes him a jerk. He cut in line. <laughs> yeah. Not the yeah. Like, what a, what a villain. He cut in line. Well, and uh, so that, like, Andy, you said, like, this really long thing before the title card. Both of these movies have, like, longer introductions before you see the title. Mm. True. Whereas Despicable Me uses it to do a totally un, kind of unrelated thing. Um, it, Megamind uses it a little bit more straightforward. And you might say, like, too straightforward because it's just like, oh, look at me. This is me as a baby. 
then I grew up. Like it's all of that backstory, but I think it kind of works. Mm. Oh, like it is. I, yeah. It's a little bit pedestrian, dis- but like I was going to disagree with you if you didn't say it worked. Cause yeah, I, it does. It's yeah. It's like it's it it's getting it out of the way. Like it's uh, this was what 2010. So mm-hmm. Iron Man two maybe had come out by this point. People weren't as familiar with superhero movies, but like it did what all the superhero movies do now. It's just like, yeah, look up the origin online, like Wikipedia. This, like, right. what I tell you, but it did it in a great job. Like they use that shorthand of the of those spaceships like bouncing into each other. Like that's just mm-hmm. like, funny Looney Tunes slapstick. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very Looney Tunes as well, like the mm-hmm. humor. Um, but yeah, like it used that and. I so like I rented it eventually, but like I was like, oh, I'm not gonna rent this movie. It's dumb. Um, and then I reminded how much I enjoyed this movie. But I was watching it in clips on YouTube, and like the intro doesn't take more than like 12 minutes of the entire yeah. like hour and a half. So like it's using this time effectively to then be like, oh yes, like this is like our rivalry, and then I chose this name, he chose that name, and then like. You can just kind of you, – your mind fills in the blanks. Like, even what? if you don't yeah. know superhero stuff, it's like, oh, they've been fighting. Like, they're old old people now. They've known each other since they were children, so. And I think for a movie that's going to be about Megamind and not your, like, Superman character, the fact that, like, they can essentially reference that, like – Okay, also this guy is Superman. Like mm-hmm, it it, mm-hmm. it gives you a context that you don't need Brad Pitt's character in there for very long to understand what this villain's job is it's and like such, and what he's missing. Storytelling shortcut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just say, Oh, this is oh, this is Superman. Got it. We can mm-hmm. move on. Yeah. No, it, and like I said, this is the best Superman movie of of the of the two thousands, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that much return. of a challenge? The, it's not the iron. The Iron Giant being the best before that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is that is the best superhero Superman movie of the nineties because the only Superman mm. movie was Steel with Shaq. So, like you do. Okay, but you've said fairness, a lot of words in a row. What? In fairness, in Steel. Oh, Shaq's, Shaq's grandma invents a brand new food that is a mixture of uh, French cuisine and uh, like uh, spicy food. Not at all. Not <laughs> like at all. Cajun? Uh, no, not that. Different <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, okay. Different yeah, thing. Yeah, she totally makes different. two totally different things. I've never seen this or really heard of it. I, well, I was unaware that Shaq did a movie that was not Kazam. Um. Yeah, he um he should Is have. he like a then superhero he genie? Is that He's no, he's he's steel, Superman. Yeah. But like Superman. funny? No. What? No. Do they think no. that Shaq can act? They did in the late nineties. Shaq is, <laughs> We won't get into that. That's another podcast. Yeah, there's a whole my, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Early two thousands, Superman got killed. Four people took over the four different comics that were running about him. Steel was one of them. His real name is John Henry Irons, like John Henry, the, mm-hmm. the guy who uh-huh. beat his way through a mountain. Um, yeah. Uh, Steel has a hammer and is dressed like Superman. It's like if Iron Man put on a cape 
and grab it's like the Thor. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Look, speaking, speaking of Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. was the first choice to be Megamind and scheduling conflicts uh, Interesting. Pulled, pulled him out and then it was Will Ferrell. Yeah. Iron Man 2. Um, yeah, so it would have um, been interesting to hear his voice in this movie, right? Because mm, like mm. you hear Will Ferrell and you're like, ah, this is a Will Ferrell movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like this basically sounds like Mugatu. <laughs> Mugatu. Slaves, Derek. Slaves. Um, so I, oh, go ahead, Abby. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, nope. Okay. None um, of us can see each other's faces. So this is <laughs> uh, yeah, this is our first uh, fully remote podcast because yeah. Kate and I are in separate rooms, so we don't hear the echo while we're recording. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a challenge. Um, I, I want to get to something, and that thing is something that I've forgotten so Thanks someone for... else, please talk now. Uh-oh. The thing next will be a commercial. <laughs> so um, one thing so one thing that this like shorthand of Superman does is that you actually get to follow the protagonist, Megamind, on a really interesting journey. Yeah. Right? Like he he gets to really you know you get to focus on his kind of battle between good and evil in himself. Whereas yeah. in the it's, other movie, because you're learning literally everything about this world, everything about mm-hmm. Gru, there are no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. They could have by making him like a Bond villain. No, no shortcuts. Um, everything has to be introduced and knotted up and then unknotted over the course of the story. Whereas this shorthand in Megamind means that you get to like kind of start with the knots to begin with. And yes. It and was, it bounces off of a lot of like prior connections you have to superheroes in general, not just Superman, to supervillains. Um, and I think that's a more interesting story. And and like yeah, like we've said, it's easier is. to follow. Mm-hmm. And he's a lot more he, he's a more honest villain than Gru mm-hmm. is because he's just like they they did a really good job of like distilling down like oh like this is what an evil person would do. But he's not necessarily evil. It was just like a means to an end. He's like, oh, Mm -hmm. like I learned this. This is how like I do my thing. This is how he does his thing. Mm -hmm. And like when um, um, Brad Pitt did a better job than I thought he was. So this movie is still a surprise to me, however many years later. Um, But um, when he's like, oh, like Copper, my one weakness. And Megamind's just like, what? really copper like after all this time it's copper like i would have just thrown a bunch of pennies at you if i had known um it was just it was just an honest portrayal like of these characters of like oh like i was i was planning to lose today like i i knew this was gonna happen but right uh, this is weird that i'm winning now um and like what do i do with that yeah Mm -hmm. what do i do with that um yeah um um, and then can we talk? So, oh, good, yeah. yeah. Well, I was say, can something... we talk about? Can we talk about going back to that copper bit? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the death of a superhero in this uh, movie? Yeah, that yeah. was. Did you uh, expect that? No, I did not. Like the first time I saw them, like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything that's going to happen in this movie now. Like, yeah. I, I thought I knew, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, totally. That's great. Off. I love when that happens. When it's just like, oh, 
that's that's not what I expected. Um, Avengers Endgame did that to me. I I mean, no spoilers a year out, but still, like, the first 20 minutes of that movie, like, reset all my expectations about what was going to happen. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, um, okay, I got nothing then. Cool. Like, I will be surprised Ooh. throughout this and whole I th- movie. I still have to watch that. And I think that that, like, that act one ender of, like, the superhero is dead, like, the Superman is dead, is one argument for, like, Brad Pitt being there. Because, like, you kill off Brad Pitt in, like, the first half hour of your movie. Mm. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you know it's Brad Pitt, it's less easy, like, it's less predictable. Right. I think think they did a good job of, like, not... Because a lot of so this reminded me of the boys, which is um, a comic that is purposely being like, oh, like super, like the superhero Superman Justice League tropes are all like worn out. Let's make this all grim and gritty. It reminded me of that, just in that like how smarmy um, um, Metro Man was, but like mm-hmm. it was just this fun, just like he doesn't give a shit because he doesn't have to because he's always gonna win. Right, like in a in a fun way that wasn't just like oh like I'm always gonna win. Um, mm-hmm. When it's like we love you, I I love you Metro Man. He's like I love you random citizen. Like he was just ready for that. <laughs> he was like uh-huh. it's happened so often that like he's just like it's part of his dialogue. Like no matter what. So I think they did a real good job of just like distilling that into a um um yeah into like the character that was on screen maybe for. I don't know, 10 minutes of the whole movie. Yeah. And then he does like, you do get a little bit more of that Brad Pitt paycheck (laughs) later on, (laughs) but true. Yes. Also in an interesting way that ties back to this idea of like, well, you know, these are the roles that we've kind of been given, but what if I want to choose something different? Yeah, exactly. It makes that an option for Megamind that like, well, you don't have to be the super villain if you're done with it. If that I'm journey a bad is over, guy, but I'm not a bad guy. Mm. Okay, so I I think that's about all I have on these. But I wasn't mm-hmm. taking notes, Andy. I know you have furiously scribbled some notes about these movies. Yes. Do you have anything else that you want to bring? Highlights. Highlights. <laughs> yeah. Highlights for children, please. Um, wait, you say highlights for children. Yeah, you know, goofus and gallant and. There's Can like you tell these two pictures page. apart? Yeah, they're the <laughs> same picture. Um, so I had, I took notes, um, many lines, uh, less than a sentence. Um, I found it interesting that <laughs> you, we all know how writing works. But I don't need to prove myself. <laughs> uh, pen um, or pencil? Pen. Pen. Ooh. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. bold move. Not afraid to I make was, mistakes. Sorry, yeah. different pens or the same pen? <laughs> different pens, actually. <laughs> Both black. One was a, a more fancy pen that I somehow oh. have in my apartment. Oh. <laughs> I think my ex left it here years ago, and then I kept Aww. it. Um, hey. Hey. <laughs> the only good thing out of that. You showed them. <laughs> 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 Quite. Um, uh, villainous. <laughs> ah, I'll be Gotham's reckoning. Um, speaking of a show about villains and heroes, the Harley Quinn show 
on D on the DC uh, pay channel is actually really well done. Um, it's it takes these movies and puts them in a TV series. <laughs> Sorry, we're never getting a DC pay channel, Andy. <laughs> no, I know. I absolutely know. That's, that's not what I was trying to pitch you right there. That's um, not a thing we're going to pay for. <laughs> you can I've, also heard, I've also heard Birds of Prey is pretty good. I've heard that as well. I still need to see it. Oh, but, okay. Uh, that's, that's not a great sign for a company when it's just like, you know, it was pretty good. I know, right? <laughs> Instead of like, yeah, that was like, like classic DC. It's just like, no, it was decent at best. They made, they made um, a good one. It was weird. I know. Shazam was also good. Yeah. Shazam was really good. Shazam was yeah. really good. That was a fun movie. They just need to be digging into the stuff. Like, they're not going to make a good Batman or Superman movie after what's been at, like. Right. They Like, they unless you have a really new take for Batman, that's kind of done. <laughs> sure. Sure. That's, yeah. Although. It's not stopping them from making another Batman, but um, well, that may look okay. Orphan um, Fight 2. Orphan Fight 2, Electric Boogaloo. They need to not be afraid of their characters. Like, Marvel made, what what is one of the best, like, like superhero movies with Winter Soldier, with Captain America? Like, he's a strong man with a garbage can as a weapon. Like, mm. that's, <laughs> uh, if you make that believable, I think you I think you can make other things happen. Um, but speaking of heroes and public figures, something that came to mind. Um, so in the movie Megamind, you have the Metro Man Museum and like just this big, obstinacious, like glass building with a giant statue of, statue of him. Um, but seeing it from Megamind's perspective and then Roxanne, you have the idea of like a hero, which like is this again, obstinacious, like just giant kind of like monument to to his success and just like why like if you think about it too hard you're like why why are we doing this but like taking it from like a public figure if you have like some like senator or like local representative that like really did great for the community and then you turn it and like oh like let's kind of give excuse me give them a museum um it becomes a different thing so you can see like you can see it as like oh hero worship or it's like Metro Man was doing his civic duty and like they like put this monument up to him to like look at like let's be as great as Metro Man was for us and like let's make it happen. So um it's just we- like how we have a statue of Ralph Cramden in New York at Port Authority. Like who's Ralph Ralph Cramden? Ralph Cramden, right? yeah. Yeah. The from that? the honeymooners? Yeah. We do? Yeah. Oh. Nope. Say more. There's a statue of Ralph Cramden from the Honeymooners. The Jackie Gleason character, right? Okay. Yeah. He's a bus driver who threatened to beat his wife every episode. A yeah. Great show. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> someone to look up to. <laughs> fun spoof in 30 Rock about that. I don't know. That was just an, an interesting thing since I'm more enmeshed in like the superhero world. Um, just seeing like, oh, it's like a hero or it's a public figure. It's like Roxanne. Um mm. And like kind of getting like that human perspective um, to all of that. So um, that was one of my points. Um, And then it was Wreck-It Ralph before it was Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I think that. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm a bad guy, not a bad guy. Um, 
the pronunciation got me throughout this movie. Um, that was all weird. <laughs> they, they knew when to use the joke. Um, yeah. They, so if you haven't seen the movie, the the city is Metro City, but Me- Megamind pronounces it throughout the movie as Metrocity. <laughs> like that's just how he says it. And he, just, he says he says several things just slightly wrong, and it's mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. Hello is Olo. Um, <laughs> Olo. Olo. Hello. Is oh. School. School. Yeah. School. Yeah. <laughs> Which just leads me to right. believe that Megamind might be Jewish if he's going right. to school. Yeah. School. With my Um. And let's see. What else is on my extensive list here? Um. I know, I know we kind of touched about minions uh, in the beginning, but um, for like a like an old yeller sort of like I never loved you sort of moment between him and uh, minion, um, it was mega mind. In mega talking about Wait, minion, what 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 old yeller have you read where that <laughs> happens? Maybe I maybe so I think you're I thinking of Harry and the Hendersons. Oh shit! I'm thinking of Harry and the Henderson. He <laughs> loves the old Yeller. Get out of here! <laughs> he doesn't say "I hate you," "I never loved you," and then shoot the dog. Oh, the sad thing is that Harry he shoots the, the dog and he loves it. Most <laughs> definitely, that would be so mean. Like <laughs> I never loved you. Boom! Boom! <laughs> oh my god! Um. Yeah. <laughs> This is embarrassing to learn this in such a public setting, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's all right. Um, Minion, I liked Minion's character. Um, like they were legitimately friends, and it was like just like a friendship disagreement. Um, M- Minion and Megamind, to be in Megamind, David the David Cross, Cross Piranha in a bowl on a furry robot on a gorilla suit that they never yeah. explain, and that's nope. funny to me. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's just great. It's like, what? Oh, no. It's, it's like, it's 1950s, like, sci-fi. It's like, yeah, it's a gorilla suit because, uh-huh. What, what, ha- what happens if you punch the Iron Man and the King Kong? <laughs> <laughs> King Kong and the Iron Man. Okay. Uh, sorry. King Kong and the um, Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Dave, this, usually. I'll say David Cross uh, was great in this. I, I enjoy him generally. Uh, I liked him yeah, as Minion. He, he was he was playing kind of the same character that he does on later seasons of Archer, where he's just like mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of a big scary situation. He's like, "Well, sir, uh, maybe we should consider this." That you know, it, it was very fun. Uh, it's a very fun delivery. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, that's it's a it's that same character, the the unassuming nice guy. Yeah, uh, but in this case, he's in a piranha gorilla suit yes yes. he's a piranha in a gorilla suit anyway piranha in a gorilla alien piranha in a gorilla robot get your details straight yeah um any more notes andy i do (laughs) titan Titan was a good villain they they didn't make him like just like a bad superman it's like that's that's always a popular like oh like what if superman was bad like what if he just killed everyone this did it in like a real way of like this this dude who didn't have a whole lot going for him. He um he got stuff going for him, and then he's like, "No, like f this ass. I'm 
I'm going to do what I want with these powers because no one can stop me. Um, mm-hmm. So I just thought it was a, it was a realistic enough take in a movie with a blue alien. Um, on, like <laughs> what would actually happen if like, Oh, like, no, he's just going to do what he wants. Like he's going to make himself rich. He's going to do this and that. Um, that cloud motif. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Joe Pancake. Um. Oh, the so this is a nitpicky thing, but something I enjoyed. He, Megamind used the same tools throughout the movie. A lot of the times, like you'll go from MacGuffin to MacGuffin and be like, "Oh, like yes, this this object for this thing." But he uh-huh. used those like clouds over and over again. Like he did um, in the beginning of the movie to, yeah, he had that cloud machine. Oh, yeah. He like, he creates a storm around himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. When, when, he, when he like kidnaps or uh, at the beginning of the movie with Metro. Yeah, yeah. And it's then the theatricality, the like, yeah. Yeah, like I just noticed that like it's not just like, oh, like we need to keep ramping it up. Like he's like, He's not on a limited budget. He can only only use so many tools. So let's uh let's use them to the most advantage there. So um yeah. I would say uh ninety-two percent uh enjoyed Mega Mind, seventy-five percent on uh Despicable Me. Well those are those are the ratings, y'all. <laughs> Well, Kate, uh, what do we? Yeah, uh, I what think we, it might be time <laughs> for the final cut. Oh my God! Really? I, yeah. Craziness. It's the final cut now. A lot of Arrested Development in these two. Just a lot of like sitcoms that we have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Right, like you got The Office. You got. It's true. Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock. You got. Super bad. Uh, arrested development. Cool. So what do we start with in the final cut? <laughs> we start with scene shout out where we oh take my God. a scene from each movie and shout it out as something we especially enjoyed or uh, liked. Those right. were the same. Well, Kate, well, let's start with uh, Megamind and let's start with you. All right. Um, oh, man, I had one and then I forgot. Uh, can I let me vamp for time? Oh, um, great. Can the, can the shout out be a good or or bad shout out? It is a good. Or, it is a good shout out. We designed this segment so that if we're talking about a movie we absolutely hate, that someone listening to the podcast likes, we're still saying at least one nice thing about it. Got so it. these are okay, shout outs of things mm-hmm. that we like. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Kate. All right. Um, I am going to shout out that scene uh, where Mega Man dies. <laughs> um, or what's his name? Metro Man? Metro, Metro Man. Man. Um, where you, yeah, like the he's inside this, uh, what, observatory. He gets trapped and then it's, he, you know, he says, oh, how did you know copper was my weakness? And then mm. they explode it and you think like, oh, that's going to undo the you know the kryptonite kind of copper effects that uh-huh. Megamind didn't know about, and then he comes soaring out, and you're like, "Oh, okay, he's here again to save the day," and then he just skids into 
where Megamind yeah. is <laughs> as a skeleton in a cape. <laughs> and like, the not only has the hero died, yeah. Like, yeah. Not only has the hero died, but it's just a really like macabre way to, <laughs> <laughs> to visualize it. And like, it made us laugh out loud. It was great. <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is not oh. what anyone expected. <laughs> oh boy, he's coming towards here. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh. <laughs> like, could wow. not be clearer what has happened. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. That's my scene shout out for Mega Man. Nice. Mega Mind. Andy, do you have a scene shout out for Megan for Megan Man? Um, I think I always cheat during this round because I'm always yeah, like, "Well, do. this one was cool." Um, I would say the scene shout out. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to one. Um, when they find Metro Man, mm. um, in his like secret hideout, and like it's just very clear, like this dude just wanted to retire and he didn't think of a good way to do it he was just like he like he like he put the key on the desk i was like okay i'll see you guys later and it's like wait did you just quit like is that what you just did <laughs> um but the fact that like he's just very much alive and wanted to pursue his <laughs> music man career it's <laughs> like i gotta keep I, I gotta keep all my suits and it's fine um it was just it, and that was a fun um like it broke its own rule of like oh like the hero's dead, but in like a fun okay way. Like it it, it subverted its own rules that like that the movie set up, um, but in a way that like worked for it because like you don't see him mm-hmm. after that until no um, until Michael Jackson's but- bad starts playing. Um, <laughs> Um, oh yeah like, can we just briefly mention that both of these movies do the 2000s favorite uh animated feature closer uh, a, a, a dance party that nobody asked for for, for reasons yeah for reasons um i also noticed in despicable me they use a lot of like disco 70s music and i made a note about that it's like kids equal disco music question mark. <laughs> um, i mean have you seen like, trolls I yeah, haven't, but there's know, probably it, disco in that. <laughs> my kid, my elementary kid's so, like favorite song is "I'm Still Standing" because of the movie "Sing." Like, you can implant anything with a kid's movie. Like, what's who's "I'm Still Standing"? Who's that? By? Elton John. Doctor. I'm Dr. still Elton John. standing. Da, 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 da. It's like from the eighties, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like one yeah. of his. I mean, it's not from 2020. No, it is not. <laughs> Holland Oates esque songs. Yes, I get one of those. it. I yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. After Yellow Brick Road, before The Lion King. <laughs> that it's not like a twenty year period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Here we are. So, end of sentence. Mega Ma- Mega Man the movie. Dick. Uh, what was your scene shout out in Megamind? The the tr- the upsetting thing is that uh, I let Andy go before me and he yeah. took mine uh, because I loved that scene. But you can extend because there was yeah. I, I the mean, last part of that scene made you laugh really hard. Wait, what was the last part of that scene? <laughs> when I don't want to take away your. Um, <laughs> Give me it's a- when um the Tina Fey is just throwing a bunch of things at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah it was yeah. like a cry laugh so so 
Yeah, I'll, I, I will shout that out. So yeah. the, <laughs> I forget her name, but Lois Lane. Roxanne. Our Lois right. Lane character, Roxanne. Roxanne! <laughs> she doesn't wear a red dress, but she does get super angry and uh, starts chucking stuff at Metro Man. Uh-huh. And there, it's just like bounce, like it's just smashing off of his face and he is uh-huh. not moving or reacting <laughs> because it obviously does not hurt him. He's Superman. Like. The, the character model is 100% still besides blinking. It's uh-huh. so funny to me. That's a great scene. Thank you for reminding me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my shout out. Yeah, she she's like throwing like guitars right? and amps and desks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah. She, <laughs> she just picks up a giant like three tier speaker and just like. <laughs> at him. He just stands there and it just shatters on him. <laughs> great. Um, Is that your Megamind? That's my Megamind shout out. Go. That's great. I'm going to go first on Despicable Me. Huh, all right. I think that's fair. Thank you. Uh, and I'm going to say my scene shout out is the. The sappy ending where ah, where Dr. Despicable, what's his name? Gru. Dr. Um, Despicable. Where, where Gru uh, made a little book, little puppet book about three kittens and a monster or something. And then they're friends. I like that a lot. It's very sweet. It made me like Gru because the girls liked Gru. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy, you want to go next? Um, Which yeah. minion scene is your favorite? <laughs> Which minion scene is my favorite? My minion testimony. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to do one and a half. Um, I enjoyed the, the flip chart um, scene. Just oh, the meme. That, yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite memes, uh, just in general. <laughs> it's just like, okay, take over the planet. Uh, oh, I can't even think of a good one right now. But yeah, the the four-panel four meme where it's just like, we do this, and then that, and then and that then again. Wait. Wait that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in the movie, it's like a dry, like a bad drawing of group by, group, mm-hmm. of group by the girls. Um so that's my shout out, and I'm, I said I wasn't going to cheat, but this is just a. Um, um, I noticed that a lot of Steve Carell movies end in dancing. This ended in a lot of dancing. So did Forty Year Old Virgin. Um, <laughs> I think it was just a thing movies were doing for a while. Was it like, okay? Because like, like it Dan started with Shrek, didn't but end in dancing. Well, Dan uh, in real was, life was a different... Was Mulan before Shrek? Mulan was before Shrek, but Mulan I feel like Shrek just... Mulan ended a dance party. Shrek leaned into it more you, than Mulan did. You can't did. tell me it started with Shrek when Mulan ended with a dance party. No, that's fair. Sorry. I'm yeah. standing my ground on this. Yeah, and it was a totally new song. Yeah. 98. Uh, yeah. But but I will say that the Stevie Wonder song was written for Mulan. <laughs> Shrek started the thing of like, we're just going to pull a random song from 20 years ago now, uh, Kate, to dance to. Uh, the monkeys wrote, I'm a believer, believing that eventually there would For be a movie. Sure. Uh, About a green it, ogre. Worth it. Yes. With a confusing Scottish accent. That's true. I'm an ogre. <laughs> Donkey. Um, oh. I'm going <laughs> to. My name uh, is. Okay. So I'm for Despicable Me. Yeah. I am going to go with that. 
tea party scene where I discovered that the minion had shrunk <laughs> um, <laughs> in part because like, I just like uh, the narrative in my head that I had not seen the minion shrink and all of a sudden it was just small, but also like it's, it's really cute, right? Like they're doing a tea party and Gru is like, now I pour the tea for you and now you have to hold it like this. With, like You got to clink. clink yeah, it. you have to clink. That's the, um, and it's a, it's a nice scene. Like Dick, I agree with you that that ending storybook that he makes is really adorable. And also the, the one where he's introduced to the kitten mittens book where like, no, you have to put <laughs> right. your fingers in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <just> dumb. <laughs> Like every every parent's like internal thought, like this is all right. Okay, got to put the fingers. Oh, okay, all right, great. Okay, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just it's one of one of several scenes where it's just it grew is just fully embracing this thing that he has never embraced before, and it is silly, but he is doing his best. Uh-huh. Um, and there's also a minion the size of another minion's hand. Yes. <laughs> Was that the Jermaine uh, Clement one? Uh, how would you know? Like, how would anyone know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I also, Andy, did you Trick notice question. that the, the minions <laughs> are the minions are all uh, given names that sound like what we would have named our Christmas tree growing up? They're all like yeah. Stuart and Davis and Jeremy. Like we, yeah. Why Why don't we explain this to people who uh, did no, not no, name their Christmas good. trees? And by that I, I mean I don't think, uh, I don't explain think it necessary. to every single person in the world besides you guys. Well, I mean, so um, like what? When we were like teenagers, we got our first real tree. When you like, were yeah, teenagers, we, you started yeah. naming your Christmas trees. Well, because before it was just the same plastic tree. Every year. Yeah, our our mom doesn't like germs. Um, we yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she invests heavily in Ziploc bags. Everything if she everything is clean package, and sanitized. Um, yeah, like there are a lot of Ziploc Ziploc bags that come in packages to us. If she ever sends us anything, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh great, I have like a whole box of of quart sized bags now. Yeah. Um, so we did. I don't know why, like. I guess our plastic tree got too old or something. It started falling apart. I think that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, Let's, yeah, I was in high school or like middle school. Um, Mm -hmm. So like the first So for like a number of years, we started getting real trees. And yeah, yeah. Andy. Oh, yeah. And like all of a sudden, I I think it was probably your idea, Kate, is that like, um, you're like, Let's name the tree. I'm like, what? Okay, it's a living, it's a no. living thing until we it's cut a living it. Thing, it, it deserves a name. And we didn't um, cut it. We just got it out of like a thing. Yeah, a stand. The uh, what was the first one name was like Franklin, and then the Franklin, year after it was like Samuel. Murray was one of the names as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So all uh, these, all these uh, minions are named at, like with these very mundane like white man names that like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it just really makes me laugh I, like, didn't yeah. we name one kenneth at mm-hmm. some point? well kenneth yeah. was the fake tree that was gonna oh, live yeah. forever Aww. who said i'm gonna live forever um anyway so yeah. I, that, that's just a side note so, yeah. but i appreciate Steve that about the names Kim. yeah right no bobs though that's but it did it did did that story answer your questions dick I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I got distracted and zoned out. So <laughs> hopefully, that's uh, about right. 
Kate, what's the next uh, segment of this part of this show we, that we, we do? We all listed a Despicable Me. So now it's time for MVP. <sighs> Most so MV- valuable Pikachu yes. of so, both movies. Oh, so, you, <laughs> so you name a, uh, a single most valuable player, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it can be a character, um, an actor, a director, a writer. Someone on the creative team. Uh, but you only pick one for mm-hmm. the two movies in total. That's correct. Um, oh. and, uh, Andy, I'm going to let you have a minute to think about this. Yeah, please. And please, we're going to start with uh, Kate. Oh. Uh, um, I'm not giving you a minute to think about this. No, because it's probably the Minions. Aw. Like, I understand every criticism everyone has about them after this, but I just, they're so fun. Like, I mean, when you when it all comes down to it, I think the Minions as an entity is why Despicable Me won, right, of these two movies. Like, they're super memorable. They're kind of like scientific, like science lab designed for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They like speak in really fast gibberish. They waddle awa- around. They have those fun names like Samuel and I, I don't know. It's yeah. just really funny right. to me. Nice. Yeah. That's all. Right. all. Here we go. My MVP mm-hmm. is going to be one Hans Zimmer. Mm. Uh, I think he's been MVP on this show before, but he's yeah. great. Um, and you pointed this out while we were watching it. They like, um, Megamind at one point comes out to what badge should, of the bone. We should say that Hans Zimmer is involved in one of these movies. He's not just like an MVP floating. Like. No, he's just a guy. No, yeah. so, so <laughs> Megamind comes out to bad to the bone. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Well, and, kind of. He comes out to an orchestra cue. Okay, but earlier in the uh, yes. Oh yeah, probably it appears earlier in the movie. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Sorry. The song "Bad to the Bone" plays in the movie. And then later there is an orchestra cue where Hans Zimmer, who did the music for it, yeah. um, kind of brought in that do 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 like that bad to the bone riff. Mm-hmm. And he does that a, a couple times by bringing these like riffs from the pop score into the orchestral score. Mm-hmm. And it really helps bring everything together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes it feel a little bit less weird that this music is in there. Yeah. So Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Boom. Andy. Boom. Um. Let's see. My MVP between these two movies. Um. I was also going to say like the music, but like there's just like one like Lauren Lauren Bout. Balfa, Bal- Baffa, um, okay. like co-composed with was Hans Zimmer on Megamind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done a lot of like um, Assassin's Creed scores, which is just interesting Ooh. to see um, that work come through. Um, I'm actually going to give it to Will Ferrell. Whoa! Um, and that is not, fair. Yeah. Oh. So we kind of touched on this. Um there are voice actors and then actors who are given voice actor roles that doesn't always translate well, like one-to-one ratio. Um, Mm -hmm. He, I would say this is like top five Will Ferrell roles for me Mm. Um, in terms of just like, it's, he, 
he expresses all of, like the emotion and nuance of like an actual character within this instead of just being like, yes, this is my line. I will say my line now and my line will be like this. Um, he does a really good job of like making you believe that like <laughs> as much a, as much of an oath as Megamind is that like he's like, yes, this is like the most clever thing that like I've done to mm. date. So like this should be like accepted as such and like I'm a genius. Um he just really did a good job even as um like child Megamind. I always think of like people that I meet now, like in their child form as just being like that version of them. Sure. Um just shrunken down. So like <laughs> Dick would still have like five o'clock shadow as a like as a beard. A <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, as a, as a child. Um, but so, like, just hearing his narration as, like, Little Megamind, um, mm-hmm. he doesn't even have a name. His name is just Megamind. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so he did a good job of, of making that transition from voice actor to actor, or actor to voice actor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, nice. I yeah. honestly think this is a good, like, this is – in the vein of a Will Ferrell movie, I was saying this when we watched it, like, it it makes you, like, I almost would believe if someone told me, like, well, this was going to be like a, like a Anchorman type movie, but they couldn't figure out how to do all the effects live, so they just mm. put it into an animated mm. version. Because, like, mm-hmm. Tina Fey and Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt, like, they'd all be in there. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, right. They'd be yeah. in a Will Ferrell movie after a certain exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. I've. I've learned to appreciate Jonah Hill as an actor, um, side note. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, while not the greatest voice actor, he was a good choice for that character. Yeah, um, it worked for the character. Yeah, it worked for the character. If they had gotten someone else, it may have been a little bit better, but other than that, um, mm-hmm. it worked. Dick, nice. you got an yeah. MVP? Oh, you already did one. I already said mine, but I will tell you my oh. crossover. Oh, please do. Which is the next thing. That we do is we do crossovers. We cross over to uh, characters or creators or whatever from the movies. entities. Entities. So uh, my crossover, I uh, I'm going to cross over uh, Minion and the Minions. Uh, nice. They have. Um, it's okay. So here it is. It's basically Muppet Babies. Minion <laughs> plays <laughs> Nanny. And the rest of the minions are the Muppets. So Minion, the fish in a gorilla suit, is in charge of a daycare where all the minions go. Minions, minions, yeah. minions, minions, <laughs> minions. I would hate that. Minions, 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 minions. Kate. <laughs> Kate, you got a crossover? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vector meets Minion, and um, Minion becomes the um, sea animal that he shoots out of his <laughs> launcher. <laughs> oh. Because that's the thing. Like, I'm, the, I'm the sea creature now. <laughs> like, right? He wants to shoot. He has, like, a, an adventure that shoots piranhas out. Then it squids. That, like, that's his only thing. It's, like, sea animals. And Minion, <laughs> oh, yeah. Minion is a piranha. Yeah. So... Oh my god! It, so it it's is. just a gun that only well, shoots that Minion, somewhere. and then Minion has to like 
hop, hop like hop back to the gun to be shot again. Like there's only one, <laughs> there's only one piece Don't of worry, ammunition. Vector, I'm on my way. I'm on my way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that like that, that was that was hey. too coherent for a minion. That's good. <laughs> I feel like minions are born out of like, oh yeah, I've seen Lilo and Stitch once. That's um, mm. yeah, Stitch kind of talks like that. Um, Changa. Um, <laughs> Andy, you got a crossover for us, friend? Minion means family. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. that wasn't that funny, but um. <laughs> I'm a few evil gin and ginger ales in, so there we go. There um, you go. I want to see a mega mind, like just the character, and like a slightly older Agnes movie. Um, okay. I think, like, yeah, making making her his like trainee with her kind of like stream Ooh. of consciousness thought line would be would would end in a lot of like humor and fun like Looney Tunes explosions where like he's holding up like a help sign um <laughs> um and that's about as far as I got with that um, I like it but like yeah a slight like <laughs> mega mind interacting with any any age of Agnes would be um really great because like he's just like literal like interpretation like no that's that's not what I meant like I, I let me explain it again for you that like that's definitely not what I meant to say um, would just be too perfect. Yeah. Yeah, he could use a Chaos Muppet sidekick. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly Go- it. Going back to Muppets. <laughs> yeah, as as all conversations do. They say that you you can't get it get through a day without mentioning a, a monkey of some sort. I've Comment below it. with your favorite Muppet or monkey. <laughs> I can oh, fly over here. Or Wait, here? What are what are they commenting below? Um, uh, a social media post. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine, fine. Smash that moon button. Smash that. Yeah, smash yeah. the new smash the new button that Facebook gave us. Like care care. Thanks, Facebook. That was what? good top priority. There's a, there's a care button. There's a new. There's button. a new. Yeah, yeah, it's like like love, haha, and care. It's a hug. <laughs> Oh, good. A virtual hug, yep. you can't do that yep. right now. That's yeah. Facebook's number yeah. one priority. There's no other oh, problems man. with their platform. <laughs> that that Mark Zuckerberg, always thinking of something. Oh, Nothing more to fix. Zuck. Nothing um, more hey, to fix. Quick question. We're done here. Dick? Is it time for the final? Final. Cut. Cut? Yeah, I think it might be. Okay. That way of saying it makes the most sense, because then it's like a sandwich. Aww. If you say the first final and the last cut, and I say the one in the middle. Anyway. Fair. Uh, so, Kate, we're going to start with you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with uh, mm-hmm. Megamind. Okay. Kate, are you going to take this movie? Is, is this worth just like re-releasing into theaters? Mm-hmm. Would you do some sort of special edition where you change it up or like make it a museum piece like you love to do? Or would you totally destroy it, throw it in the vault, never to be seen again? So I think I special edition Megamind with some some rewrites to just flesh it out a little more. I think mm. it's like 85% there and I really enjoy watching it and I like the characters and I like the arc, but it 
it just needs a little bit more. And whether that's like pushing him a little bit more to like being invested in his villainy as opposed to just his rivalry in the beginning. Um, And I think the major change I would make is, you know, the catalyst for him changing to good, not just being a romantic plot. And they, in like, they try to kind of expand it out that, but he literally says multiple times, it's because of you, Roxanne, that I wanted to make a change. Whereas like, uh, I bet many more people liked that. her name. Roxanne. Roxanne. All right. (laughs) Like, I'm sure more people than Roxanne appreciated that he had dehydrated all the trash, right? Like, that that part of the movie where he's like getting rid of all the trash in the town to make it, you know, a better scene set for his epic battle with his new hero. Like, I think you could have seen a couple more instances of that where like he did things – for himself, but then like, oh, I'm actually getting attention for this, like, uh, from the whole city. Yeah. In the way that my, you know, villainous acts were getting attention before. Hmm, maybe I can do this hmm. instead, as opposed to it just being Roxanne who, like, notices. You should write a musical a about that. Well, if uh, the thing is that I did. <laughs> <laughs> You wrote a Mega Man musical? Mega I, Man musical? No, I wrote an Alpha Boy musical. I wrote a superhero musical oh. for my fifth grade kids about like um, the the main villain in it is pushed to villainy because he didn't feel like he was getting enough attention for the good things he was doing. But everyone had very strong reactions to the bad things he was doing. So he's just like, well, screw it. I'm just doing bad things. Yeah. And then he found I'm out that good things could get him attention too. Mm-hmm. Fiero. Uh, Andy. Fiero. Oh boy. Uh, Andy, the Mega Mind re release as is, special edition, or throw it in the vault? Um, I was going to say release as is. I'm, I think I'm just going to say ditto to Kate's opinion. Um, mm-hmm. expand it out a little bit, but, um, I would be happy to, re- to see this. I would pay to see this in theaters again. Mm. Um, I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Megamind's back. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll spend $17 to see this movie I can see for free. Um, You're making it sound like movie theaters are going to be a thing of the future. <laughs> well, no, you're really dating this podcast. I don't, I don't know that that's going to be a thing ever again. <laughs> you're dating this podcast. What's a movie theater? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, we're just making an episode of Animaniacs. Like, oh, yes, Bill Clinton reference. <laughs> Bill Clinton reference. <laughs> <laughs> the the president plays the saxophone. That's, yeah, right. that's our thing. While, while Bill Clinton plays the sax, we're animaniacs. That's true. Um, <sighs> that is a show that has not gotten a reboot, and it shouldn't. Um, that's fine. I would I would leave it as is. I would go see it again. Um, I would maybe um, update. I would put more people in it. Um, just more livelihood much like breath of the wild uh the newest zelda game it just feels empty um so add some more people to it not necessarily like more characters just more right literally kind of background literally literally more people (laughs) um that's what i would add to it um other than that i think it's a pretty solid movie i enjoyed my time re-watching it on friday 
Nice. Yeah. Dick. All right, y'all ready? Because I make sure you have like a nice cold drink near you. Make sure you have uh, like Uh -uh. maybe a fan by you because this is about to be a hot take. Oh. Here's my special edition. Ready? Shit. Live action remake. Superman Returns. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Live action remake. No, that'd be good. Uh, I, I want to. I well, I think uh, part of what doesn't work for me in this movie is the kind of inconsistency in art style um, and kind of the weird time where it takes place. Uh, and also, I, I think Titan is just really horrible to look at uh, as oh, yeah. as a like, human was... and as a superhero. He's just awful to look at. Also, you... how did she how did she put together that it was like Titan that was coming about? Because like I zoned out for a little bit in that movie, and then suddenly like she showed I don't up. No, yeah, and, like, like was three seconds a bunch before of she did a she did a. Um... It Charlie, was, kind of. It was very weird. <laughs> Beautiful mind thing, and then it just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Pepe Pepe Sylvia, um, but yeah. So so you have, I mean, Shazam proved that this basic formula can work. You do a, you do a, a comedy a superhero movie where someone that doesn't necessarily deserve to be a superhero becomes a superhero. Uh, I think you can make this really funny. Uh, you don't cast Will Ferrell as Megamind, maybe. Um, I don't know. I think you could. I think one of the things for me that's missing about this movie is the same thing we talked about in Missing Link. Where oh, like, yeah. Like, w- why would you animate Zach Galifianakis when the funniest thing about him is like his voice coming out of that face? Yeah. And but like for Zach Galifianakis, his comedy is very much based in like the combination of voice and face. And I'd, I'd say that's kind of Will Ferrell's thing too. I think he does a great job in this movie. Yeah. He would be really funny as a live and actor. Like, mind. For sounding like Will Ferrell in this movie, like I know immediately that it's Will Ferrell playing this part. I'm invested in the character. You know, it's, it's not just like, Oh, and Will Ferrell's voice is coming out of this blue guy, but. And you get some value out of Brad Pitt at that point. I think so too. I think you get more value out of everyone because what DreamWorks is not doing here is what Disney does where they're like taking sketches of their voice actors in the studio and adding those. Like I saw none of Tina Fey in that character, right? Like (laughs) they had designed these characters before they even cast it. Brown hair. That's about the the link between Roxanne and Tina. Yeah. Like Tina Fey has some, like facial expressions that you could animate. Like she has her own things and Will Ferrell the same. And you didn't see that at all in the characters. And I think it's a missed opportunity that these characters, every single one of them, like you said, Brad Pitt, I think Jonah Hill would be funnier in that role too. If you could see Jonah Hill Mm -hmm. doing things. It'd be, it'd be funny to watch. Um, I want to give a shout out to the way Jonah Hill's Titan, the way Titan flies at the beginning where like, he does not have his hands and legs out, and he's just kind of like flying sideways, like he's sitting down. It's very fun to look at. <laughs> yeah, that that whole like Jorel Marlon Brando sort of thing. Like, yeah, it's it's weird and meta, and like it's Will Ferrell just like like talking, like holding his tongue. Like, yeah, literally talking like this. Um, but it's still like it's funny enough that like it's it's um. 
it's a, a decent force fourth fourth wall break. Yeah, if you're gonna say that this is basically Superman, you might as well do a Jor-El. It was a fun Randall reference. Oppression. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> not, right, uh, not like Kevin Spacey, Lex Luthor impression. No, <sighs> no, who? No, I don't know that name. Wrong. Oh um, let's jump to some Despicable Me. Despicable Me. Uh, Andy, I'm gonna let you go first on this one, or I'm gonna make you go first. Either way, Despicable okay. Me. Third uh, in the vault. Whoa! Just Gaslight getting rid of it people, completely. Gaslight people to think that they saw this at one point. There are a lot of good ideas in there of like the the mastermind, like the villain becoming less of a villain because of uh, a a supernatural good force, like the children. Um, but make it make it a video on YouTube that I thought I saw, and like when I went <laughs> when I looked for it, like. Long nosed villain with children. Um, <laughs> like, I guess I didn't see video. that movie. I don't know. I thought that was a thing. Yeah. And just like, did you mean something else? Did you mean, um, did, did you mean Shazam with Shaq? Did, did you mean Kazam? <laughs> no, I meant Kazam, not Shazam. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I just don't think it, it, it doesn't add anything to the conversation around animation other than the minions, which I think we can do without. Um, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't like saying like, Oh, like we're dumber because of like, no, cause like, we're not, but it's just, it's a weird like shorthand that I don't appreciate of like, Oh, like minions are just like, it's random. Like, haha, let's be random. And it's just like, no, that's not, it's not funny to just like, be random. Um, We're a little yeah, packed, throw... monkey cheese ninja. What? Monkey cheese ninja. Oh, just that's that's kind of the phrase I use for random. We're kind of past sure. that. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's right. Yeah. We're monkey cheese ninjas. Ah. Remember, everyone loves ninjas. Everyone loves the elite assassins that killed a lot of people back in the day. Um, yeah, we do. It's like I'm such a ninja, like. So, yo, I don't, you, I don't want to be on the wrong side of ninjas. I love them. <laughs> right. If you are a ninja listening to this podcast. Know that I'm on Let your me say team. right now that yes, if you were a ninja, I have no ill will against you. Please don't come. <laughs> please don't come for me. Thank you. Oh, what? I blacked out for a second. All right. Um, so, so Andy, you vault this. That I is, vault this shit. That yeah. is a bold move on Cellmates podcast, but I respect it. Dick, hey. what do you do? Oh, oh. Wait. I, I said oh. your name first. Wait. Rock, paper, scissors. What movie is this? Despicable Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lion we met Andy go first. All right. Lion so King. I will go next. Despicable Me. Uh, this is this is like a hard special edition um, where I take the banker storyline out. Get the take whole movie. Vector. I take, <laughs> I take Vector and I make him a hero who's fighting mm. group. Uh, who's oh. maybe getting assistance from like an evil overlord or something? Yeah, uh, okay. I make Gru be the person that stole the pyramid. Mm-hmm. I make him like a more successful villain. Mm-hmm. I take out the stuff with his mom because we don't really need it. Um, you mean Julie Andrews? Yeah, Julia Andrews. Uh, Dubai. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess that I just I I like the idea of Gru. 
Mm-hmm. I like the girls. I like the scenes where he interacts with the girls at first, where he's like, it's a bowl full of candy. What do you need? Uh, <laughs> I, I like these things. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm, I'm not from here. I just, I get, here's what I do. I, I take this movie and I give it to Sergio Pablos to remake himself with his because <laughs> uh, I feel like he could do something better with it. Yeah. So in, in that vein, I actually think this is a better TV series than a than a movie. Oh, because in each episode, more. he could have the villain thing that he's trying to do, and like maybe right, like you would need a season or two for him to like adopt the girls, but maybe they're like the next door neighbors or something, and they kind of like like half foil, but like. You know, expose him to a side of the plan that he didn't realize at first. And he's like, oh, well, no, I can't do uh, this. And then he like reharnesses whatever technology he was going to use to like horsing around, but the horse is a supervillain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That sounds great. Oh, the, that Bojack uh, back in the 90s, Bojack was on a very famous TV show. Yeah. yeah. Kate, I, I like this a lot. Like, I think it makes it, it gives you context for his villainy, yeah. right? In a way that the movie does not do. Have. Exactly. And like, we've seen something so- could happen to the parents, or the parents yeah. could like be worse than him. So it's like, yeah. Oh, and and no, you have like, time, you would have time to develop all those things, right? Mom isn't in every episode, but it could be a thing that's also happening throughout the, you know, the season. And the minions are a B plot every time, right? Like, and like you can do all the things that this movie is trying to do, but you just have more space to use them when you need to and ignore them when there's something more important going and on. There are so many like cartoon shows where there's like a superhero Jimmy and mm-hmm. <laughs> like sure. a like a like a superhero adult that uh-huh. has kids for some reason. Like um like, like DuckTales is kind of. Yeah, DuckTales is kind of. But like, there's just like the Transformers. There's like a human kid involved. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, because creators were like, well, if there's not a kid in there, kids won't like it. How will um, the kid know who to pay attention to? Yeah, why? How will they know? <laughs> so like, you've got plenty to, you know, Kids or you got dumb. like My Little Pony and Megan. Megan. Um, so yeah, you've you've got like a lot of stuff to work with as like a send up of like Saturday morning cartoon shows mm-hmm. where the villain is the star instead of the hero. That's, that's fun. Well, Oh, uh, okay. I won't, I won't get us off topic. I was going to, um, actually, actually. But I won't. Thanks. Andy. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, well we did it. Hey, we made it. Congratulations. Note to self. Those were just just normal claps, not claps that mean I have to edit something. (laughs) Uh, Cool. So, hey, uh, if you, Andy, or anyone else out there wants to contact Cellmates Podcast, you can do so. Cellmates Podcast on Twitter, uh, Cellmates Podcast on Facebook, Cellmates Podcast at gmail.com, where we are getting a lot of spam. So if you don't hear back from us, uh, you know, there's <laughs> another email. Uh, and also we well, have we a website. We Kate's personal number, which is? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, you can reach out there. Five, it's five, really five, <laughs> five, 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 five.
damn it, Andy. Doxter. Oh, sorry. Just just edit this out. Uh, uh, peanut butter sandwiches. There we go. Peanut butter. Insert that in. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for being on the episode. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm done with class for the semester and for a little bit. So if you want to do this again, let me know. I hey. we're, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> do you have official uh, podcast uh, social media and yeah, do emails you wanna, to share that we can contact anything? you with? Um, if you want to sporadically see partial Gundams being modeled and completed, uh, oh. you can... Find me at Legend of Samwise on Instagram. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't do a good job of that. It's just like, oh, man, this is really cool. Look at this arm bend. And then it's like another Gundam is being partially built. So uh, <laughs> hey. I have aspirations. So they if you want to see uh, some good arm bends, everyone. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, especially on the on the Massacrade Barbados. Mm. Mm. So cool. Um, Andy, would you also like to plug any YouTube channels uh, while you're here? <laughs> I mean, not mine, but I can I can plug a few if you want. I mean, I, there's one in particular that I was thinking about. Uh, Caravan uh, of Garbage? Is that, is no. That nope, about? Not nope. at all. Are we not talking? Are we talking about? Oh, we are talking about the Marvel Olympics. Are we talking so, about marbles? This is my <laughs> least favorite family joke. That's I'm just going to at this point because fuck it. Um, I tried, look, so I have a bad issue of like stream of consciousness that I'm like, oh, this relatively sounds like what they're talking about. Let me add my input. Um, there's this we were guy. Ta- we were, we were talking in a car about Lindsay Ellis's Transformers U- videos. We're talking about a YouTube video essayist. Where she talks about Transformers through a feminist lens and Andy pops in and he goes, oh, speaking of marbles. <laughs> But then you go on to like explain the Marble Olympics for 10 straight minutes. And, and we're like, like uh-huh, what does that have to do? And we can't see what you're talking about. We're just in a car. So it was amazing. And I thank you. I, I brought it up because it was uh, taking a was topic a that's not usually associated with another topic. And uh-huh. Making- uh, Transformers, feminism, Marble Olympics. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah, Marvel Olympics. Um, oh, look, we're out of time. Um. <laughs> but I have like several people. It's a quarantine thing now. Like several people who are not you, Andy, have mentioned Marvel Olympics to me in the last like two months. Yeah, I, I feel ahead of the curve because I knew about it in December. Yeah, <laughs> or early in September like or something. Twenty eighteen, and um, we don't we don't need to flatten the curve of Marble Olympics. That one no, can grow. Like, yeah, grow that curve there. Um, no, it's just, it's such an interesting concept of, like, this guy's doing, like, quote-unquote professional, like, Olympic or, like, sports commentary on marbles running through, like, Lego models that he's made. Um, so it's just, it's just silly, but, like, he takes it seriously. So that's just, I appreciate that of, like. I mean, I would no. say Marble Olympics, it, it is what it sounds like. Yeah. Like yeah. That. It's. It's marbles like running down a ramp and seeing who's going to get there first. Like, and it's actually, you get invested in it, which is not something that you would think about, but we watched a surprising so, amount of it. Yeah. They have a, like a relay race. Like he has a little like ruler 
set out, then like he sets all the marbles free. It's like who who goes the the farthest. So it's um it's, a blast. it's weird for sure. But um if you got nothing else to do. If you yeah. if you've reached the end of the internet, um go back to that. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, for Cellmates Podcast, I'm Dick Ward. I'm Kate Phillips. I'm Andy Phillips. That's true. And we're Cellmates Podcast. That was weird. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay, and I see Andy's peaks are the biggest. Is that a problem? Your peaks are the the biggest. Your actually, your peaks are the biggest right now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Not yeah. your peaks are bigger by far. Do you see? Not it? what I. Yeah, I see. Are you confusing height with width? Yes. Good. <laughs> Andy's are the tallest. Yes, that means they're the biggest. Well, what, what does that mean? What? That means that his has the most sound. Well, right. That, so that's what I'm saying. Wait, no. The fact that his are widest means that he is talking longer. I'm talking longer. Yeah, I know. But on my screen, at louder. least, my it, it my heights are... Okay, great. I'm going to adjust the volume what when we are done. I'm still going to yeah, now you're pull very this loud. down and edit it. Yep. Okay. Let's leave this in. How about now? That's is this better? so much better. Okay. Can you guys can you guys add a visual to your podcast of the of the sound sound wave? Yeah, I we'll just we'll just get the lines. Bloop bloop. Bloop.